So today I'm here with is sitting with Paul J. Chinook, a Calgary uh, residing artist who is at the moment out in Texas, but he has come back after a month after shooting February's Dog, his first feature film that many people are talking about, and we're here to chat with him about why that is. Hi, Paul. Hello, Jill. Thanks for having me. Lovely to see you as always. (laughs) You too. So, Paul, um, you have been doing some really cool things with the topic of your script, February's Dog. It's quite a serious project about mental health and the character Dale that you star as goes through hell and back. And we don't want to give too much of the story, but there is talk about at the screening that you guys are planning for Calgary, um, for you know people to talk about mental illness and for that topic to really be uh, the lid being taken off that in the Calgary film market. So people are talking about your movie specifically because of the script's dialogue and what the character goes through and just mental health in general. So how did you come up with the idea of the script? Well, that's a great question. Thanks for that, Jill. Um, so the way I came up with it is it's 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 something that was sadly very prevalent in Alberta from the, when the oil industry started its, de- its decline in 2015 till really still now. And so working in the oil and gas industry and when that slowed down, you know, I started leaning more on my film career and then we saw that slow down in Calgary so I thought you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to set out I'm going to make make my own project do my own project and see where it goes like you know let's keep busy as actors let's not just sit around and wait for somebody else to say yes to us let's say yes to ourselves and let's take on a project so when I started thinking about what kind of project to do what I wanted to do was showcase that we have talent in Alberta that there are extremely talented actors and actresses here so One of the best ways I thought to show that was by covering challenging, um, covering a challenging topic. So because it it was kind of everywhere, sadly, mental health and depression and um, mental health related issues kind of came to forefront about what what would make a good story topic. So, yeah, then I just sat down and it's kind of I wouldn't say it's written for any one person's life like there's a lot of people that assume that it's written based on my life story which it isn't it's it's kind of a collage or i've weaved together aspects of five to ten people's lives that i know of and this is what we've come up with wow well you had l and c style shoot your project and they're one of your uh, producing partners, is that right? Yes, that's correct. So we hired LNC Style to shoot the film. Uh, Candice Gonzalez was the director, and she did a lovely job. And Luis Gonzalez was the director of photography from that company. And then we had Derek uh, on camera B and Paul Detoit doing the audio from LNC Style. And it was just such a wonderful team. Like everybody kept saying it. It was it was so cool to come on set every day and see that the director and director of photography and camera B and everybody was just so energized and excited to take on this project. And there were, there were, we, we, I'm biased, but I think we caught a lot of magic. So tell us about filming this serious uh, topic 
a script what was it the feel on set how did you play it out what were the days like on set it starts off on happier days right so we, we see the we see the decline happening throughout the the film so i mean the, the first few days were wonderful that's when we covered all the happy cheery stuff and everybody had a great time and then once we started covering the more deep emotional stuff we had to become more guarded on set and i think lnc style did a wonderful job of that when you're as a professional i'm an inexperienced professional myself <laughs> over here but you know as an actor it was a wonderful experience because when you're covering something with like deep emotional tones to it you've got to stay close to that emotion between scenes you know between takes all the rest of that stuff so it was it was a great experience for me to to see and to feel and to know how you do that and uh candace and louise both did a wonderful job of making sure that like even the tone on set, set stayed from being distracting like very know, professionally make... <clears throat> professional uh, crew you guys had right like you, everybody coming into set had to be made aware listen with these particular actors please do not be joking around them please do not do this or that they have to stay close to that emotional tone because i mean sure, sure, yeah. it's difficult like if, if if you're going through like one of the most rotten things you've ever gone through in life and you've got to do it 10 times in 10 takes right and then cut we've got a half hour to get the scene switched around and then we're going to do the continuation from that you, you can kind of get an idea how hard it would be to take a break from that go have a good laugh you know tell a bunch of jokes with friends and then when production's ready again when the crew's like okay come on back we're ready to wipe that smile off your face and change tone so it's so you kept within character uh, a lot of the time with those scenes, eh? Well, I wouldn't say I kept within character, but without giving too much away, there were some scenes that took some emotional preparation that you didn't want to have to take the time to do more than once. And, But I think I did do that. I mean, my backstory and how I, like, I create, when I take on a role as an actor, I, I create a whole backstory to that character. So to convince myself before I get there that this that person has you. a different past than myself, right? Yeah. You play Dale, who's the main character, and your uh, co-stars are Quinn and Kevin Davey. Right. So they all they all go through quite a bit together. It's very real life situations of a guy that's living his life and going through his depression and what happens to him at the end and his downfall with his relationship with uh with quinn who's your co-star and uh we think that she did a great job too and and looked very uh realistic and some of the scenes that we saw already from what you guys did i was like oh geez that's my life right there so i think there's <laughs> going to be a lot of that uh Re, re, people relating quite a bit and that's important when it's about something real and they can see the audience can see that somebody's written about that it almost brings a happy light to them that they're not going through that alone yeah that's so true just even from telling this film synopsis i mean obviously you don't want to give too much of any film away ever right but even explaining roughly that it's about two guys working in the oil field you know they get laid off but they get told like typical oil field layoff don't go too far away price of oil probably rebound in three months and we'll hire you back right so we watch one character go woohoo it's a paid vacation like dale takes it the happy-go-lucky guy and and then we see his co-star kevin davy who plays nigel try to take more of a cautious approach and try to keep busy with work and this isn't the typical three-month little low price in oil like this one drags on and so we, we see 
we see how different guys handle situations like that when they get into extremely challenging situations, you know, when finances get tight and how that starts to wear on relationships. And it's, it is very real because I mean, it's drawn from real life content, right? Like, so making a project about uh, the oil experience and being a worker in that industry, did you have any troubles with with what topic it was? We did. I hate to say it, but we did. When I approached different governmental agencies for film funding and different um, private industry, private funding sources and stuff like that, we were all told that we had to diversify the cast and to take it out of the oil field because... <laughs> the, really? Well, the oil field's just too contentious. We don't want to talk about that. Yeah. And my take of it was, hold on a second here. There's over 250,000 people in Alberta alone unemployed in that industry, and 98% of them are white males. Why can I not tell this story? Like, this is happening... Like. When this happen, when, when a white father or any father loses his job, what happens to his family? So it, it's trying to just raise awareness for an actual issue that's going on and, and how this all plays out. Like, go ahead and hate the big corporate monster, but it's all a whole bunch of little individuals with their own lives that are within that company. So Yeah, I don't think there has been a story about what's going on with Alberta and people who are in the oil industry. And Yeah, that's... Uh... The topic of like showing what happens to an oil worker and, and their the job being there and the not being there and how that really affects their life, which you will see in the end of the movie, how it truly affects Dale's life, uh, your character, that it might bring awareness to what uh, what they go through and how hard they're working. Yeah. And, you know, and from currently working down in the southern United States, one thing that was... I wasn't aware of it is, is how prevalent sadly this story is it, it, it happens to a lot of people like it, it's not just a story about white men it's just that in this particular scenario in my story that's yeah. who it was affecting but I mean we're all human we're all the same we all have the same emotions and nerve endings and feelings and it's it's at the end of the day it's, it's still a, a story about the overall human condition and hopefully we, we show that the biggest toughest burliest guy might be really struggling inside you know and to be a little bit more aware and to you know to even raise the topic of self-awareness um we've become we began to start relationships with mental health experts and mental health organizations so that for one to make sure that the the information that we're portraying through the film is accurate and relevant and that we didn't hollywood it up too much or so Mm -hmm. on and the feedback we've got so far from those organizations is that we're right on point with what they see going on right now with you know new clients coming through the doors clients they're working with and you know kind of shone some light on some information that they'll be sharing with us to help you know with the attention that the film will draw to to get information out about proper mental health and things to be aware of so now that you're here it's been a month since filming around alberta areas uh where are you at with the project we are just about finished the editing and post-production of the film. We're submitting to film festivals and have come up with our film festival strategy. So, I mean, we're highly optimistic that we're going to get into a lot of the top-tier film festivals. And our early response is that we've got a pretty strong shot 
from hearing back from the programmers from some of those festivals that we've submitted to that were being taken under very serious consideration, which is which is great first step. But obviously, like the the uh, the here like when they when they disclose their official film festival yeah, list of sense. movies we're not there yet like so nobody knows who are in these ones yet but but you've submitted so that's being in the running is the first step so you know what it is and <clears throat> i think the other thing that i'm really trying to help other filmmakers with is sure this is my first film but be brave like just because it's my first film doesn't mean you're not going to give it your all you're not going to give it your all and be proud of it like you know hope for the best like submit it to cans What's the worst that happens? They say yes, and then you got to figure out how to paper know, to get there. How to be a star, right? You know, so we've kind of all had that approach, especially since we saw filming. That I think one of the most magical things that that we had was we had such a collaborative approach. Like every actor was given the the permission from myself and the production company. Explore your character. If you've got a better idea of how this character would say something, respond to something, this and that were absolutely 100% open. So it was, that was another thing that was really interesting is as an actor, you spend two to three months and you're memorizing all these lines and you're trying to get them in your head. And and then by the time you get to day five, day six of shooting, and we've, we've all got a really good idea of our characters now, we've got a really good idea of the story. And you finish a scene, you rewrite the script for the whole next one, and you've got 10 minutes to memorize the new lines. And it's, so it's, it was interesting. Yeah. I mean, you put all this time and effort, like two months into memorizing the script at first, and then you get such a good grasp of the story that you start to realize that the words are second and how your character actually responds as a human and, and all the rest of that is equally, if not more important than how they, what they say. Well, I see there was a lot of uh, availability to kind of move around with a little bit with the script and, and their character and you let them breathe as actors. So that's you know not always is, is it that the case so it's i think that made for uh, some of the scenes to be really realistic and come off just the way it should have been any, anyway so and i think it reflected the personality and character of the people that we wanted to work with and the people that were there better for it to be an open environment i think my personal take and that's why i levitated to working with lnc style was that that was their take as well that we didn't we didn't have this authoritative approach to production like we're in charge of this, just do your role. The way I looked at it was... And a team effort, yeah. A team effort and to involve everybody. Like we had some actors that it was cute at first where they were like, oh, no, no, I'll just read the script exactly as you have it. I'm <laughs> just so thankful that you even involved me. And and I kind of had to, you know, thank them for the the, the, the kind of generosity and respect and then, and then say, hey, no, but think of it this way. I look at myself as a story, as a script writer, as like the architect. I've built the building and we know all the walls and floors and doors are. That's now your room. What are you going to do with your room in the building? Oh, that's a very good analogy. So like as the architect, I'm not going to tell you what furniture to put in it. I'm not telling you what colors to paint the walls. That's your space. Okay. That's so like you if you look it. at it in that approach. Yeah. And then just tell people the general theme is this. Cool. Well, that's really cool that you give uh, creative freedom as much as you guys can. And uh, what we've seen so far is beautifully shot, really good cinematography. 
So we're excited to see more of it in the trailer. As soon as it comes out, we're going to be uh, definitely posting that on I'm Here With. But we hope to see the uh, movie go to festivals and uh, maybe break some barriers with the topic of mental health. So, Paul, you did a great job, and we'll be uh, sharing with the audience more to come. Well, thank you very much, Jill. Thank you for having me. No problem.